I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Michael Witt, Head of Partnerships at Apex Edge, which is a sister brand of Bill Shark. And we're talking, first of all, about your actionable intelligence enablement platform. What is an actionable intelligence enablement platform? So Apex Edge was founded on the principle of helping consumers reduce unwanted or extraordinary or monthly bills. And so our actionable intelligence platform is a means by which our partners, so banks, FIs, credit unions, and other innovators can present these calls to action to their customers to reduce these bills. And the bills are very simple. It's monthly recurring bills that everyone has in the technology space. So think phone, internet, TV, alarm, and so on. And subscriptions cancellations. Subscriptions cancellations focuses on those two minutes or less to enroll bills that we all have, and they spiral out of control because we aren't using them. Our actionable intelligence platform helps our partners identify them, cancel them, or negotiate the rates. When you say your partners, are you talking about, you're not talking about the retail customer, you're actually talking about the institution. Outstanding. Yeah, that's a, it's a really important distinction. So we really have two customers, directly or indirectly, it's the end user consumer who is purchasing monthly services, or they're purchasing subscriptions. They are the indirect or direct customer, but really our partners are customers. Our partners are FIs and credit unions, PFMs, other innovators that have relationships with those customers. And so they have data, they have relationships, they have communications with the customers and know what they're purchasing and can offer the opportunity for our services to them. What's the benefit to a financial institution in doing that? They're legion, actually. They're indirect and direct value benefits for our partners. First is this concept of moving from being just a a service provider to a true advocate of customers by presenting them actionable insights, by presenting them calls to action. They're not just identifying expenses. They're not just identifying overcharges. They're identifying an opportunity to do something. So it's one thing to say, hey, you're paying too much for your phone bill. It's one thing to say, are you really using your music streaming service? It's another entirely to say, hey, let's get rid of it or hey, let's reduce it. And so that's what we're doing on the back end. Let me see if I've got this straight. You're offering a financial institution the ability to help somebody manage their life more efficiently, manage their life more financially carefully. And that obviously is going to have, assuming customers take advantage of it, is going to have some advantages for the institution. That's right. So the customer is able to reduce their expense. It's found money. They're buying these services, phone, internet, TV. They want them, but they probably don't want to be overpaying for them. And so we as a concierge service effectively reduce those rates. What does it mean for the partner? It means a lot. That customer becomes stickier. They become more actively engaged if the partner is presenting these calls to action and the benefit within their native ecosystem, which they all are, that customer is going to be more engaged. Engagement means frequency to the ecosystem. It means time within the ecosystem. There are also revenue benefits. Some of the partners choose to charge for these services directly. 
Some of them choose to uh, bundle it within their annual fees and so on. There are a lot of ways to do direct revenue. There's also incredible indirect benefit. In addition to customer engagement and delight, you've also got reduced expense opportunities. Customers are calling into banks all the time, disputing charges. By doing this digitally, they are able to avoid that inbound call, that inbound frustration, and their SG&A internally. They don't have to have call center agents answering for charges that customers don't want. They don't have to go through their extraordinarily expensive fraud detection processes to find out if they're fraudulent. If a customer can just click cancel, or if they can just click negotiate on their bill, we'll take care of it digitally. And the dividends are continuous. One additional point Robin I'll make is banks and FIs and CUs can then redirect that savings to other areas that they may have interest in, savings, credit card, and so on. Well, I was going to ask you about product because presumably if you've got this increased level of customer engagement, you are generating data on that customer for the financial institution, which can feed over into product management and product tailoring. Yes. So the the cust- customer data is really important. We're a SOC 2 compliant shop. We're bank level secure. We've gone through over a dozen extraordinarily heavy security reviews and passed all of them. And so we're very cognizant of that concern of the customers and the banks. And so the only data that we have in the performance of our services is what's required by the providers to negotiate or to cancel. It remains the property of the bank and the customer. They're just giving us license to perform either a negotiation or a cancellation. And so there's no question there's a ton of mining and learning opportunity on the bank side uh, with this in terms of customer behavior and benefit, but that's their side. Oh, I I understand that it's not something that you would get involved in, but it is surely one of the attractions for a potential partner institution to be able to see that they will get all this data and it will enable them to plan their product strategy more carefully and more effectively. Yeah, absolutely. And we, so as part of our platform, we help identify potential customers, potential targeting, I guess. We're able to, of course, we identify the 75 or so U.S. providers, everybody you can name from uh, all the telcos to the alarm companies and so on that are available for negotiation. We identify over 480 uh, subscription providers that are available for cancellation. And then there's some cooler AI-based intelligence and targeting. We have a get probability call. Uh, without getting too technical in our APIs, what uh, on a quarterly basis, what our partners do is pull the likelihood of negotiation success based on real data. So based on all of our negotiations, hundreds of thousands, we can predict what the likelihood of success is. And that means how much can we save? How likely is it that we'll save as a percentage? And how long will that savings be for? for each provider and for each bill amount. And so that intelligence allows our partners to go to customers that have a likelihood of success and only present a call to action if it's meaningful. You don't wanna go to a customer and say, hey, I can negotiate your bill 
and then not be able to do it. So our success rate- that's, that's not going to, to, to enhance your reputation, is it? That's right, that's right. It's not as compelling if you uh, tell somebody you can save the money and then say, oops. But we have an over 90% success rate, which is extraordinary when you think about it. It also sort of hammers home the point, we're all overpaying. All consumers are paying too much. This is an airline pricing model. I guarantee that of the three of us on this phone, two of us at least are overpaying for either our phone, our internet, our TV, our alarm, because providers make it hard. If this was easy, our business wouldn't exist. We're a concierge business. This is, you know, this is a game between billers or providers and us. They want to charge as much as they possibly can for services. Good for them. Our customers want those services, but they don't want to maximize their payment. And so we act as that account management function. We approach the provider and negotiate down the rates and make sure the customer isn't overpaying. And incidentally, if we find out the customer's on the best rate, our message isn't, oh no, it's congratulations, you're not overpaying. Which is always encouraging. What you've been saying reminds me of the old story about gym subscriptions. We all rush out and take out gym subscriptions in January, we go three times, and then we never go again. So for the rest of the year, you're paying all that money. And it's a guilt, you're, you're guilting yourself, you're feeling good about yourself, because yeah, I'm paying for a gym, I'm just not actually going anywhere. But the money assuages the guilt for not going to the gym. That's exactly right, Ron. So the subscriptions economy has exponentially grown over the last five years. Think anecdotally, five years ago, sure, we had gym memberships, but primarily households had Amazon and they had Netflix. Now households have, on average, depending on the study you read, seven to 13 subscriptions. It's crazy. And what's interesting is our partners are able to, of course, because they're seeing the charges on an account dashboard, they're able to surface insights. And so it's as simple as a tile that says, here are your monthly recurring charges. Sure, you've got mortgage, you've got auto bills, you've got insurance, but you've also got all this other stuff. And this other stuff is where we play. So you've got a phone bill, you've got an internet bill, you've got a TV bill, but you also have, you know, shave club subscriptions and clothing subscriptions and music streaming subscriptions. And that's all well and good. They're all great. But... I always use myself as, a, as an example. I didn't know that I had three Netflix accounts. I have three kids and apparently we and my kids had all signed up, which is really cool, except it's death by a thousand cuts. So I'm paying for Netflix three times. And I, again, I'll go out on a limb and guarantee a lot of people on this podcast will be in the same boat. We sign up for things and then we don't manage our money. I have a thousand transactions a month. So do both of you, I'm sure. It, you have to be really disciplined to go through and manage those $10 subscriptions. And I always say, it's not $10. It's $10 times 12, times seven subscriptions. And that starts to make a difference. And it adds up. I guess at this, at this time and under these circumstances, that's a difference people should be more aware of. I think you're right. It adds up. It's, you know, it's hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a year. And if you're getting value for those subscriptions, that's great. But don't pay for things you don't need. 
nobody wants to do. That's just a waste. And so these actionable insights that uh, we're helping our partners deliver really brings true value. And on the back end, so, you know, a simple call to action is, hey, if you're not using the subscription, click to cancel. If you think you're, you know, you seem to be overpaying for your phone bill, let us negotiate. On the back end, we do our work. It's really simple messaging, whether it's direct from us or from the FI white label. They'll tell the customer, hey, we're negotiating. Hey, your service is canceled. Good news. We've saved you $50. We've gotten you a refund of $50. You're saving $12 a month. You know, that sort of found money is really important to consumers. It's sort of a gain. It may not just be a cash flow customer. The $10 may not be a make it or break it. However, it's fun. Nobody wants to overpay. It doesn't matter your position. Michael Witt, Head of Partnerships at Apex Edge, thank you very much.